Hello and welcome to What Memory, the podcast for survivors of stroke and brain injury. I'm Stephen Masters and I'm here with Josh Reed. We both had strokes. We want to share our experiences, find out how other people live with brain injury and investigate what's new in brain injury research. This is episode nine, the zombies episode. Fatigue. If it were a film, it would be called Day of the Living Dead, a B-movie zombie apocalypse epic. Badly written scripts, no discernible plot, ill-defined characters, very little action, no direction, and goes on far too long. A bit like this introduction, really. So, fatigue, um, basically what they didn't tell me in hospital was that the single biggest thing was going to happen to me. I was going to get so much fatigue, I was virtually dead. And so yes. I, oh God, completely. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I sometimes don't think I had a stroke at all. I've just had extreme fatigue for two and a half years, which was triggered by a stroke. And everything else, yeah, the biggest nah. thing that's ever happened to me is this fatigue. I just can't. It's just. Um, yeah, it really does affect every aspect of your person, your life. It's, you know, for me, it's just like, okay, I, when I get fatigued, it's, it's it's like okay i can't function i have to have you know even a or a lie down or like a small nap like otherwise i am just like i have no idea what's going on i have i lose my ability to function it's like i've had the stroke all over again it is isn't it? Away. yes it is like having a repeat stroke over and over again it's actually exactly yeah. right yes because i remember after I saw, I got, out, got out of the hospital, came home, and I was asleep every afternoon from about two o'clock through to six. And uh, I, and it was, I was, and my family was saying, "What? what you know, what's he doing? Is he why is he sleeping all the time? Is he you know, ever going to wake up?" And if if I calculated that I got up at sort of nine thirty in the morning, had some breakfast, had a little bit of a nap mid morning, had some lunch, and then I I managed to brush my teeth somewhere along there, but I would then lie down for the whole of the of the afternoon, and uh, um, yeah, yeah, and that went on for quite a long time, actually, uh, months yeah, and months and, and months. Yeah, and I, and I, to be honest, like at the moment, like so, for me, it started as soon as I woke up. So um, I came out of the coma, and I was like, right, didn't really know what was going on. So. I found I was just sleeping for a lot of the time because I was like, well, let's try and move on my life somewhat to try and get back to where a point where I'm like actually able to function. And so I was like, so there was that protective nature of the body being like, let's just sleep because we want to forget until we actually know roughly what's going on. Um, And so what I used to do is I'd wake up sort of, I'd have tablets uh, at like say eight in the morning i'd have i'd wake up i'd shower uh, or i'd be showered sorry i should say um and then i would have a nap i would do some exercise sort of in the afternoon um have lunch as well so and way ahead of me force myself to do some physical therapy yeah and i would really push myself i'd be like my god i can't uh not do this I, I i really push myself like if they said oh we'll do 10 uh exercises i do 15 because i was like right i am not being stuck here 
any longer than I have to be. Um, and then I would crash. So in like from two till three, I would just fall asleep instantly. And then I'd wake up, I'd have dinner and then I'd fall asleep at night. And that was my routine for months and months on end. Like that's how yes. my life was. And I was like, is this going to be it? And I was like, <laughs> In my mind, I was like, right, I am, I can sort of see little signs of progress. So I was like, right, okay, I'm, rather than falling asleep immediately after exercise, oh, I'm able to do 10 minutes talking, and then I fall asleep. Oh, I can do 15 minutes talking, and then I fall asleep. So I could see sort of progress, but I was worried completely, like, that this was it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I mean, I remember... I, I would literally walk across a room. I was still limping quite badly then. And then the fatigue would be on me. And by the time I'd get across the room, I'd crumple to the floor and couldn't move. Yes. I was still awake, yeah. but I couldn't actually move anything. And I, used to, I remember having a cup of coffee. I couldn't use my right arm, but on my left mm. arm, I was thinking, you know, I'll pick up this cup of coffee. And I would just sit there and look at the coffee because I actually couldn't do anything. I couldn't move yeah. my hand to pick up the coffee. And I was thinking how am I ever going to pick up this cup of coffee and drink it? Because I, I can't seem to switch on my arm. Because that's what's happening, yeah. isn't it? Is, is your brain actually stops functioning. It just stops yeah. sending out signals. It's not like tiredness where you can kind of uh, have a nap and wake up and you're kind of refreshed. T fatigue is that the brain actually stops working, stops sending yeah. messages to your muscles and to your vocal cords and stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm amazed my heart's still beating because I thought if I got any slower, my heart would just stop. <laughs> and that was part of, actually, yeah. part of my fear was, am I going to have another stroke? Am I, is this going to happen again any second now? You know, as I, as I, as I came upon me, um, it, yeah. I used to think, oh, am I am I going now? Is it? it am I dying now? This is it? Oh, I'm going now! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, an hour later, I'd be coming round, and I think, no, I haven't died. And, but but there wasn't no. quite a big time well, when I thought that's a turn off, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a pleasant surprise. But I can actually still yes. can't do anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but two, that's the thing. It's like so when I went came home so I was like right okay I got home I managed to get home and I was like right so then I was kind of like apart from three times a week when I would see um uh, either a physiotherapist or a uh, carer or someone like that I was sort of left on my own and I was like so my mum was working my stepdad was working and so I for days like for hours on end I was left alone. However, luckily, I had dogs. And so what I would do is I'd crawl downstairs <laughs> in the morning and then I would um, chill uh, with the dogs, probably have a nap here and there. But because they're very cosy, cuddly dogs and quiet dogs, they were very chilled and they're just happy to have me around. And but it was only when I had to then go, because my only toilet was then was upstairs. And I was like, right, I need the loo. Uh, can I bother? <laughs> Is there a sink that I can use? <laughs> I was like, my God. And, and so I was like, right, I went upstairs, went to the loo, and then I was like, I can't be bothered to go downstairs again. So I ended up being in my bedroom for a lot of the time because I was like, I just physically cannot manage it because of my 
deep fatigue. Um, and so, yeah, so I, it did feel like I was very isolated and on my, my own issues, but like, very isolated and the, you know i was like absolutely am i ever going absolutely. to somewhat normal ever again i remember after about nine months of this i was i got to the point where i would go upstairs and like you you know you go upstairs and you think do I want to go downstairs again? Because I'm only going to come upstairs again. And I'm not going to be too tired for this. So I'm going to stay here. <laughs> so you, you kind of like had a, a, a first floor life, didn't you, in your house? Yes. And then, but I used to, after about nine months, I was sleeping in the, not sleeping. I was lying on the bed in the afternoon with my eyes open. I wasn't, wasn't, my brain couldn't operate my body. And I was just yeah. literally staring out the window at a blue sky with the, with the clouds coming across for maybe three or four hours at a time. And I was thinking, because I couldn't literally couldn't do anything else. And I remember thinking, is this going to be the rest of my life? It's going to be just looking at clouds and, I'm, and this is all I'm going to be able to do for afternoons for the, you know, from the age of 68 to whenever I peg it, I'm gonna, <laughs> this is all I'm going to be doing. And I, I find that were, it was, I think then that the, um, the depression side of fatigue yeah. kicked in where I was, yeah. I was thinking, this is just another wasted day. This is like my whole, mm. what life is getting wasted away. I'm not doing anything. If, if all I can do is just clean my teeth and have some lunch and that's my day done. Um, you yeah. know, where's that going to be in 10 years time? Um, fortunately yeah. it has got better and it, but it takes yes. so yeah. long. It takes so long to it get does. better. It really and that's is. the thing. It's like, it's the quality of life. It's, kind of like okay i i have my life but if it's just staring at a window for the rest of it like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah almost so yeah so yeah it's it's very difficult luckily luckily for me um i would just because i had my dogs i had to i was like right i have someone to do something for someone to look after someone to put uh in the back door so they can go out in the garden yeah um and luckily also i was it was the middle of summer um so i was more tempted to go outside because it was warm whereas if it was how it is now wet and cold and um then I would have been like, oh, God, no, I'm not going out. I'm not coming outside of my bed. <laughs> no. And I remember I, when I used to go out, I used to worry I couldn't get back if I went for a walk with his frame and then with a walking stick. And I'd have to time it. And I used to think, well, I kind of feel okay now. I don't know what it's going to be like yeah. in 15 minutes. And I used to get this uh, thing where I, I used to not walk very far from home. And then I think I've got a phone with me and everything like that in case it all goes wrong. And then when I felt I'd gone far as I could, I would turn around and come back again because I didn't want to get yeah. caught with just not being able to move at all. But the weird thing is that I still, I still do that is that, um, the fatigue still catches up with me now and I'll be oh, yes. walking along and I, it never goes away. It never goes away. And you just, and I will walk, walk, be walking down the street and then suddenly I'll just stop. My body just yeah. stops walking and people just, you know, I know it's just really weird. And, the, but I used to worry and I still do a bit that if I was crossing a road that I was suddenly hit this moment where I'd run out of steam, but I'd be stuck in the yeah. middle of the road. So what I do near my house, I don't, cross the road opposite my house i cross the road a bit further down from my house because i know that both in both directions cars can see me 
yes. not round, yeah. not round, round the corner or anything like that. So I'm not going to get run down. And hopefully they'll just <laughs> see this old guy standing in the middle of the road. They're going to think that looks a bit odd. They're going to stop. <laughs> and probably ask, "Oh, are you okay?" Yeah, okay, so, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. That, but you have to manage your life differently. You have to, you know, with fatigue, you have to change your whole routine. You have to change how you deal with and cope with life. So, oh, for example, like I, um, I know if I have, say, a busy week, like a really rammed week for me. So I go to London to see my friends and then I come back and I do this podcast and, you know, I do all these other things. I'm, you know, I'm going out a lot, obviously not at the moment. (laughs) I used to. (laughs) um i would suffer the next week i would be like i can barely move because of fatigue and i and i have managed to realize okay so i can't be how i used to be like my life would be like right i'm just i'm living every second um and it's never it's it's going to catch up with me at some point but i can I can push that off. It does. It does catch up with you. Oh my God. If I try something new, like, yeah, like you said, going to, going to London, which I've done once. um, Mm. But it took me three days to recover from that. Just the effort of all that. They, they, all the new sounds and walking around and doing stuff. I could do it, but by the time I, the following day, it was, Oh no can't do anything now yeah. and the day after that and the day after that yes exactly and, and that's the thing is so you know luckily i have managed to sort of cope or manage to f- like figure out okay so what are what's something that i can do to try and make my life as normal as possible so you know if i have a chance during the day i'll have half an hour chilling uh napping um i'll have like i'll maybe have a 10 15 minute nap during the day because otherwise i know my brain won't refresh and won't go and i was like and then i will crash and burn at another date early date um so it's kind of like it's manage it's managing it and that is the big difference it's like it's always there it's always going to be there but it's how you manage it and luckily i have like you know at the moment with lockdown it's kind of like okay well i've allowed myself lots more time because i'm like okay so i've done all my jobs i can now just oh just sit and watch tv (laughs) and i doze off then i doze off uh yes but it's kind of not going to affect my life whereas like when i get back to some normality i think that it, at points it will probably be because I will try and force myself to be do more than I physically am able. Yes, basically. Well, uh, one of the joys of lockdown isn't and the virus is is that um, you can justifiably sit in a sofa and not do anything for hours on end, binge watching <laughs> yeah. some Netflix series, you know, yeah. and, and not be not be too um, sort of distraught about the fact that you're wasting your life away. Whereas before, I, I would say I was really um, feeling like I wasted, I was wasting time. And of course, that's a very well, bad thing, thing to think. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you see when it's sunny outside and you're seeing people going up and walking and like chatting and you're like oh my god i wish i could do that i wish that would be me but at the moment 
that's the whole world is <laughs> yes. not able to do that. So you don't feel too bad. And, you know, I'm exercising and I'm, I feel my tiredness. But I feel like my tiredness today is more of a, oh, um, I've got a tiny bit of fatigue um, in the back of my mind, um, which I know is going to so if I let it, if I keep if I keep ignoring it, ignoring it, it's going to get something worse. But <laughs> I also know that I'm tired in a good way, in a physical way, in a that I've actually done work, and that is the thing. It's finding that balance between tiredness, which is a good tiredness, and fatigue, which is crippling. So yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's knowing the signs. I think you've got to know the signs. Yeah. I almost I, I drew a little picture. I've actually, I think it was a brush strokes when we were there. Yes. Um, um, of of a, a guy in a very heavy wet overcoat because it's like putting yes. on a heavy wet overcoat because your your neck kind of like I could can't even hold my head up. My head just kind of slumps onto my onto my chest, and I think once you get into that, it's you don't always know it's going to happen, and then you start feeling that droop, don't you? And uh, yeah. and it, I think my family kind of know when I'm feeling a bit fatigued now because I'll stop talking, and I can't yes. recall words for things when I do, and um, they can see the change in my face. I think I kind of go this kind of pale <laughs> grey colour. Okay. Um, sometimes before I've even noticed it myself, I think they've my yeah. will say, "I think you're feeling a bit." fatigued or don't don't bother talking to dad he's not going to say anything now because it's so much effort in a conversation when you feel fatigued and people are talking around you and you try and join in in you can't because you just can't formulate the words you you, it's just like going through a fog isn't it or exactly yeah and and even on a netflix just keeping up with the plot on a on a netflix series if i start to get fatigued i'm thinking who is this person i can't know what they're doing now i don't really care anymore and we're on episode 18 of i don't know something or other and i've just lost the plot completely yeah and that's the thing it's like so definitely to begin with so something that i did because obviously i had eyesight issues as well when i fully came around and got home and I was still really struggling with my eyesight um I would watch things that I'd already seen because I was like right I don't have to know the plot oh that's quite clever that is a clever idea Um, and I know what's going on so both if something is like oh I can sort of see something on the tv oh it's this bit oh okay brilliant um and you know also if I have a if I fall asleep and then I wake up again I'm like oh I'm on this bit now. Brilliant. But that really, really helps. Now I'm able to really focus on something new. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult, especially in the early days of it, over the early years, um, I should say, um, to sort of focus. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I have uh, diabetes as well, of course, (laughs) something just added. Um, And, Having a diabetic glow is very much like fatigue. Right. So people say, oh, are you uh, fatigued? I'm like, oh, um, maybe I'll check my blood. And I'm like, oh, I'm going low. And I'm like, right, okay, I actually need to do something about this. And then it makes my fatigue, if I do have fatigue, uh, well, bad fatigue, uh, because I always have fatigue, um, worse then i'm like it makes it much worse so it make it sort of exacerbates the diabetic low exacerbates my fatigue and wow. so it's kind of like this balancing act of just 
hell at times. I think it sounds like <laughs> um, you're coping with much more than I am, but you're you're probably coping with it better because I I just still fall into that kind of yeah, slump. I think I think because for long like my whole life, pretty much well, since I was thirteen, I've I've experienced diabetic loads and probably earlier. Um, and so I know the sort of signs, I know the symptoms, and they are very similar to fatigue effects. So, you know, so if I'm really fatigued, say, I, people know. So, you know, I was talking to a friend and they were like, you're all right. Is everything all right? And I was like, oh, I'm fatigued, I think. Um, and I was like, check my gloves. And I was like, no, that they're fine. So that's, that's that box checked. Like, okay, it's not that. Uh, and then it's it was oh okay maybe it's fatigue because i was not my friend was like weren't making any sense at all i could not make i could not make head or tail of what you were trying to say i could sort of get your train of thought but i you didn't make any sense and so i was like oh god yeah and then like you i lose the ability to speak i just go oh if I'm trying to, uh, to say something, um, I'm like, ah, oh, like just, I, I just <laughs> bothered. I just need to have a sleep and then I'll be fine. But it's, yeah, it's, it's can be very difficult to know which is it fatigue or is it the diabetic low? But so, it's, but yeah, it's so nice that, to have a choice, Josh. Right. It's nice to have a choice, oh, yes. choice that, between, yeah, it's all the, <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> yes, I think I think I've probably got past the bit where I I actually feel like I, I'm the one of the living dead. I think I've I've got a yes. life of some kind, but uh, and of course doing this podcast helps. But um, yes, but I pay for that. I mean, once I've done this this podcast, um, now it, it'll take me the rest of the day and probably all tomorrow to recover from the effort of doing yeah. all this because there's anything which comes in to your brain whether it's what you see or you hear or you you feel or anything like the more things that are coming in the more you the harder your brain's working and the and the yes. and the faster it wears out exactly so that, exactly which i never realized before until i was i did this course in in fatigue management which hopefully we'll oh, get okay. somebody yep. we're going to get somebody to come and talk about that in a later yeah, podcast definitely. and um that was quite helpful because it, it was about not trying to do everything all at once and then falling into a slump. You had to do a bit, then rest for a bit, do another bit, rest for a bit. And it's a bit like doing reps on, on dumbbells where you do 10 reps and then you stop for 30 seconds and you do another 10 and you stop for that. Because if you keep, just keep on keeping on, you'll just burn yourself into the ground, which is of course what I did for the first goodness. Hour, hour. <laughs> now I do, I do um, work out, I kind of prioritise the best things to do. So I, yeah. I think I've got 20 minutes on this and then I'm going to do something very quiet for another hour and do something else yeah. for 20 minutes. And that way I kind of time my day a lot better. But the fact is yes. that I never used to time my day like this ever before and it's, it's taken a long time for me to learn how to do all that. Yeah. Because Definitely. before I would just get up and do whatever I liked. Now I have to kind of like, oh, if I do this now, I'm going to get, we well, have enough time for that. And then you have to prioritise <laughs> friends coming around or something like that. And you think, well, if they're going to come around yeah. at two o'clock, I better have a, oh, okay. have so a rest have before a then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so, and I think that in a way, so obviously 
having to plan my CF stuff. So my physio, oh, uh, I do my physio at seven uh, or six at sometimes because I'd have to go to work. I'd be like, right, six to seven. Um, that's, that's planned out for uh, my physio time. Um, and then, so I have, I'm not a natural planner. Let's say I'm a much na more natural sort of like, oh, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> However, I have to learn to become a planner. I remember when I started, I thought, right, I'll plan my day a bit better so I can manage the fatigue because you can only manage fatigue. You can't have overcome yes. it. You can only manage it. And so I started off thinking, I'll do this big thing and this big thing and I'll have this. But actually, the first ones I had to do was kind of like, was very simple things like, you know, get dressed, go downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, I brush my teeth, but will I floss them today? No, I'm probably using too much energy. I won't do that, you know, because and yet, I was micromanaging every bit of my day. And but the yeah. micromanaging, I forgot to factor in that doing all this micromanaging was in itself fatiguing. So I'd have yeah. a brilliant list, but then I was wasted for the rest of the day having done the perfect yeah. list thinking well that's a great day i've planned out unfortunately i'm not <laughs> going to have the do it here bit because i'm going to be lying on bed in bed all afternoon oh dear oh dear yeah. but i think it accounts for so much of people's longer term psychological problems i mean a neurological problem of fatigue becomes a psychological problem over time doesn't it yeah. i think uh, that's the oh, worst yeah. the worst bit of it is that people find they've They've changed their lives so much because of a brain injury, but coping with that day-to-day -day fatigue thing really psychologically takes a big hit. You can't spend yeah, time with the kids. It, it you, really know, does. you can't be with the family as much as you were before. There's so many things you you can't take part in, and I think that is probably the yeah. biggest psychological hit you can take. And I think that also because you know, uh, to be fair, a lot of stuff is physical so it's like right okay how can we physically get you if you if you've lost the use of uh one side it's we're gonna we're gonna really focus on that but they can't unfortunately focus as much on the fatigue because it might not be the physical effort of doing it it's the mental effort of sort of like okay when you're in hospital yes and you've just woken right. up everything is sort of like okay the flashing lights oh there's the sounds of these people walking past the hallway, like all of this takes energy to sort of come into your brain and for you, your brain to process and to spit out what it's, it is. And, you know, for a long time, especially when I was in hospital, I was overloaded with information, even though it wasn't too much information. Um, and your brain is, is amazing in the fact that it, processes this instantly if you're if you haven't got brain damage but it takes a bloody long time oh my <laughs> god yeah absolutely and i think it's knowing that it's the brain injury and the workaround that you're the neurologically you have to work around that brain injury and it's trying to repair itself and it's the the fatigue kicks in because it's trying to do so many new things going around your brain injury yeah and because of that it's not working out sounds and all the info voices records anything yeah. that's going on all of this i never realized my brain was having to cope with all of this stuff because i just took it yeah. on board naturally but when you're faced with it again you realize that everything you're doing every second of the day your brain's having to process stuff and it and it gets yeah. worn out 
And I didn't realise that, for, you know, until much, much later, until I really went on the management court, kind of fatigue management thing, that I really realised how much I've been thinking and how much yeah. thinking you can't do when you've had a stroke. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the thing. It's like, so I remember at Headway, so they used to do these, um, I, I assume they still do, but um, they'd make you write whilst they played music. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, I was someone who was fairly good at that because for the longest time I would play music whenever I worked and did essays and or yeah, did, yeah. Uh, my university work. So I was very used to it. But sort of people from an older generation were so totally completely sort of like i can't concentrate because there's music but also it's exacerbated by me having had a stroke or a brain injury yes. and and so it's kind of amazing and so for me it was like oh okay the thing i really struggled with was um trying to remember a sequence whilst there was music going on like you know it's it was me being like oh god I, I knew what the sequence was but then I forgot it because I started listening to the song <laughs> so yes it's 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 amazing what your brain does in a normal state I did that listening to music test and then listening to music and writing and I found that with the music it distracted me my brain was having to cope with all this music as I was doing something else. And I realised that, oh, I could either do one or the other, but I couldn't do both. And that was actually a very salutary lesson for me because I thought, I can only do one thing at a time now. I can't listen to music and watch or watch television and do something else, which is what I used to do. You know, I was a multitasker. I was, now I'm a very good, well, no, not particularly good unitasker. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing would be, um, so... This, this they were talking about this in Headway, but it would happen in, say, normal life if I was going to a cafe. You know, if if you're having a conversation with someone one-to-one -one, and then someone says, oh, hi, it's really good to see you, I'd lose my train of thought completely. And I'd be yes. like, I have no idea where I am. Because I would speak to this person, like, for a second and be like, oh, hi, how are you? And then I'd be like, oh, I, I've completely forgotten my thought. And that would never happen before my brain injury. No. Um, that would never happen. I would just be like, oh, yeah, I'm good, and then carry on my conversation. But I lost that ability. It's, it is coming back. I can sort of, like, store that information of that one conversation and then talk to someone else uh, in a cafe or something like that. Yes. Like, oh, how are you? How's this person um and then to be like right okay give me a sec um yes we were here so yeah <laughs> but it's been three years for me to get to that point. absolutely and I, I i've been in a similar situation and there'd be maybe a 15 minutes difference between the first time that something like that would happen and i would say hi and go back to the conversation 15 minutes later somebody else says hi and that would completely throw me because the fatigue's creeping in now and that interruption meant that my brain had to go and switch to something else. And because it connects, yes. the fatigue is creeping in, and then I, I would just give up. And then I said, what were you talking about? And it's gone. I know. And it's that unpredictability yeah. which really throws other people. Because you yeah. feel like they, they think you're okay. Yes. And then they really look okay. Yeah, look, it looks fine. It's holding a conversation. And then suddenly they'll start, they've got a little thing or creeping where they'll think, hmm, I'm not sure he's actually you know, follow what I've just said. Has he understood what I've just yeah. said? Or is he just falling apart? 
And it's that kind yes. of zombieization of my life where I just, <laughs> oh, frightening, frightening. Yes, because I came up with what I call the three Ps, which was uh, pacing, prioritizing, planning. And I realized that I, that I had to have a regular breaks during the day. I, I yes. resting, so, um, lying down, short periods of time, getting up again, doing yeah. something else. It's better to take a lot of breaks rather than one big long one. I, I realized. Oh, yeah. So pacing during the day helps me get me through the day, but I'm still uh, getting up at nine 30 and going to bed at eight in the evening. So I don't yeah. have a long day by most people's standards. Uh, and then prioritizing was really um, only thinking of the stuff that was really important, <clears throat> not not trying to um, waste energy because life just kicks in anyway, doesn't it? It interrupts your day. So you can't plan for that, but at least you can prioritize the things that are most important. So I yeah. try and stick to those essential tasks, a bit of gardening, stuff like that. But don't bother with the things that don't really matter because i think yeah. if you don't if you start doing things that you don't you don't really want to do or need to do you're just yeah. wasting up the valuable the precious time yeah, yeah. The, the precious time gets lost doesn't it so i yes. always yeah. think i've got to prioritize those things that i want i need yes. to do rather than the ones and the what i want to do rather than all the extraneous stuff and then yes, try and plan yeah. it. So I'm trying to plan my week, plan my day, stuff like that. Doesn't always work. I think it's the the, no. the act of planning is probably yes, uh, it's more encouraging for me than not. It, ma it makes me feel like I'm living a proper life, really. Yeah, definitely. So I wish I could say that I had uh, some really strict rules, but I just sort of go with the flow, <laughs> if I'm honest, uh, which works for me but you know for you obviously having structure and stuff like that so you know it i is, yeah, get up i probably um uh wake up about i used to wake up really late um but now i can wake up about eight or seven thirty depending on because obviously i need my tablets so i start my tablets at seven thirty. so i can either wake up then or be like right i'm gonna leave myself another half an hour or so um and then you know i'll i'm much better in between sort of sort of nine and two with Ran, like with random things to do yes. so i'm like right okay oh this needs to be done oh so my stepdad um recently was like oh um i want you to sort of help me do the garden because it was like oh okay it was a nice day um so yeah so i was like right okay i'm going to physically do all of this stuff it didn't really need a lot to take a lot of mental um sort of fatigue but yes. i saw and i was like but i get more i get more mental fatigue than physical fatigue i get more physically tired which yes. is really useful so i'm like okay i'm physically able to do a lot more than i am mentally so if i'm trying to to read for example because obviously reading is very difficult for me but it is getting yes. better it is getting there um i will read uh maybe like a sent a sentence but i will be like focusing pure <laughs> mental power on that one sentence and i can get it i get it slightly wrong probably i'll ask someone and then i'm like right i'm done now i i'm i'm mentally 
done. Whereas physically, I'm like, right, I can still do stuff. Yes. I can still walk. I can still walk the dogs. I can still do that. But I'm sort of like mentally, I'm like, da, 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 da. <laughs> just sort of like, like off with the fairies. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, I do that. And then obviously I do, I have naps and I take sort of breaks, um, watch TV or TV that I have watched and stuff like that because I don't really need to focus on it. But yeah, so that's sort of my, the way that I've managed to deal with it. And if, you know, I have say the podcast, I'm like, right, okay, the podcast is at two o'clock on a Tuesday. Brilliant. Okay. I will have an hour before so or i'll do half an hour before so i can chill i can be like right i'm already um prepped for this i yeah i i know what to expect um and i'm like right i'm ready for it but then afterwards i'll probably so when i get we finish this podcast i'll probably have a coffee chill um sort of go downstairs see my dogs so yeah (laughs) so i have a less rushed version of my life Yes. I think what I have is I I see it as almost like a phone battery that's 100% yeah. full at the beginning of the day. And then yeah. every task has, has its battery life. So, you yeah. know, if I do so- something, it's going to take 10% of my battery and 5% for something else, 3% for something. And you, you toss it all up and you can watch, I can watch my, my battery running down in easy, even as I do things. So like, is I, like you, I do a bit of gardening and I'm thinking, well, I don't have to think very much. So that's going to be 10% of my batteries on that one. Yeah. Um, go and watch a bit of television. That's only three. I can get away with that. But go for a walk. That's going to go up to 15%. So I, yeah. every, everything's got its fatigue percentage, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, then you have to kind of plug yourself in and charge yourself up. Oh, God, yes. I wish we could do that. I wish I, I wish I had a person charge. I could just sort of like plug myself in and then three minutes later, everything was fine. It doesn't work like that, though, does it? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> so I think for some people, fatigue is, is a super, super big problem. I think people oh, yes. who don't even leave their houses who just spend most of the day just sat in a chair i don't know how they survive all of that stuff um no. i know fatigue is supposed to improve over time but i think of everything that i've experienced with a stroke fatigue is the longest lasting effect oh, and, yeah. and also i don't think people actually quite understand how bad it is because you always no, get people no. who say well you know come on buck up a bit and you know try and keep up but once fatigue kicks in, there's no amount of keeping up involved. You, no. you are not going to keep thing. up. That's the thing. There's no mental There's effort, a massive, there? massive difference between fatigue and tiredness. And a lot of people, they only under, understand tiredness. Yes. They don't understand the fatigue aspect. Because, you know, we say fatigue, oh, I'm, oh, I'm really fatigued um, after a day's work. Like, that's tiredness. Yes. They should be more separated. Separated. Um, they need to have like a better description. There is a, of what there should be, you're right, you're right. There should be a better description. It shouldn't be the word fatigue at all because fatigue is associated with tiredness. Fatigue yeah, exactly. in, the, in the sense of a brain injury is a very different beastie. And yes. Yes. Right. So what's going to be the word? 
We should put that out to everybody. Can anybody think of another oh, yeah. word for fatigue that oh, make actually fatigue. people could really understand? Yeah, maybe it means yeah. its own kind of Lewis Lewis Carroll Alice in Wonderland made up word. Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, definitely. Or yeah. we take another word that we use every day, but put it in the context of tiredness in this respect. Yeah, because you're right. Fatigue, as people generally understand it, is not the fatigue you get when you have a brain injury. That's a killer. If you can think of a word we could use instead of fatigue, or you already have a word you use to describe its effect on you, then tell us about it. Email us at whatmemory2 at hotmail.com. That's W-H-A-T-M-E-M-O-R-Y, followed by the numeral 2, at hotmail.com. Details are on our Instagram page at what underscore memory, followed by the numeral 2. What Memory is our personal podcast. Any views expressed are purely our own, or the personal views of our guests. We are not expressing the views of any organisation or business. Now thanks to Jamie Rutherford, our sound editor, professional audio producer, a fellow brain injury survivor. Okay, we're done. The only thing we know for sure after brain injury is that the future is unknown and daunting, but it can only get brighter if we plan for it to be that way. Bye for now.